0: What is Off the Groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far, or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack.
1: Off the the Groove groove with Scotty Dubler.
2: September 27th, 2019, episode number 98.
0: It's Friday, Carter. All day long. That means it's time for some Off the Groove. Almost every Friday.
2: I think we've missed four total
0: but well, you were tart you were tardy a couple days mm-hmm. i mean i I don't, I don't hold it against you
2: it's hard work doing this every week making this i thought you were good.
0: gonna say it's hard work being pretty
2: well it's hard work making you sound good every week uh 98
0: 98 oh, 98 kale, kale cokeman
2: kale cokeman that's the only one i know
0: well, also, Jake Zipke had it when he flat tracked with us for a little while before he went road racing. Uh, when I was racing, it was Brett Beyer out of Wisconsin and Brian Atherton from Michigan. So, those are some 98s. And then there's a really, really famous guy who had 98 way back before we were born. You know what I'm talking about?
2: The Joe Leonard.
0: Yes. Good job, Carter.
2: Yeah. See, I'm trying to I'm brush out on my you. history. Yeah. I'm um, proud of you. I know my Joe Leonard. So, this week. You made it home. I did. My my voice is a few octaves lower for screaming for a couple of weeks, um, acting like an idiot. Mine doesn't do that. Well, you don't scream when you announce. You just announce. Well, maybe you do when you get excited. You you, you get you Sometimes. get up there.
0: You, but you gotta come you gotta come watch a monster truck show. I might scream a little bit during those. <laughs> I have never actually
2: seen you in the booth for one of those. That might be a whole different Scotty <laughs> Dealer.
0: I'm not in the booth. I'm all over the place. I'm dancing on the floor, playing with monster truck drivers, you know. You whatever. pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. And I don't even sit down once. I bet. You
2: don't sit down there on flat track either
0: not usually uh, i do i do if they come to the booth with the camera shot and i want to sit down beside brad yeah or if there's a if, if there's a backdrop behind me and i need to fit in but uh, man i can't sit down i'm, I'm given, too excited if, i gotta given the i'm choice, around a lot
2: yeah given the choice you stand the entire time i've seen it
0: absolutely i can't i just i'm too excited and i uh i can't sit still and i think my voice is different if i'm standing up it comes from it deeper down than I'm sitting down yeah absolutely
2: um so let's 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 talk some flat track because we got a, a lot to catch up on from uh, minnesota and a lot to talk about uh, heading into the finale this weekend
0: where do you want to start with minnesota
2: oh boy um in the beginning i really didn't watch anything but the main events so you're gonna have to bring me up to speed leading up to the main
0: events it was pretty much the same guys you know unloaded fast were fast most of the day they had to keep uh you know keep up with the track the track kept changing kept changing Uh, Unfortunately, we had a few incidents uh, early in the day, and then they finally uh, took a break, and they drug the loose stuff back down. They had some drags out there, but they weren't like the drags we use at Lima. So we had to actually stop and bring out the the big heavy road grader, and bring the loose dirt back down towards the bottom. Um, The track surface was different than last year, They didn't really explain what the difference was. I could just tell from up where I'm at, it was a different in color. And also on the straightaways, we weren't going all the way up to the guardrail. They left about a 15 foot of dirt, loose dirt where they brushed it off. They had a dirt roll, a wind roll, they call it, down the outside of the straightaway on the front and the back. So uh, it was still a really wide racetrack. Uh, but I'm just trying to lay it out there so you guys can picture it. You know, uh, there was some drafting on this racetrack, which I really wasn't expecting. Um, you know, when there's that much roost flowing behind, you know, coming off the tire in front of you, you really can't draft. But uh, on the straightaways, it was kind of packed in pretty tight. The corners where it was deeper and a little bit rougher. But yeah, if you're fast early on, it, it mean you're fast most of the day. Like Colby Carlisle, he went out there with a clean sweep. He won his semi and his main event. And, uh, man, he was he was on a mission for sure. He looked really strong all day long in that uh, production twins class
2: yeah nobody even came close to him in that main event did they
0: uh chad coast finished about two just about 2.2 seconds behind him cody Johncock's another podium finish for him so you got crazy. yamaha's first third and fourth with Corey texter on the gng yamaha fourth and uh he's just about has that championship wrapped up
2: good for Corey. gotta feel good going to that last event knowing that you have that pad i think what he just has to make the main event to win the thing basically
0: pretty much he has he has a 25 point lead the most points you can get in one race is 25 points for winning so if Corey makes the main event even if you know second in the points or anybody else behind him wins corey has got locked up gotcha
2: let's talk about some singles uh, one surprise that i like i, I thought Shayna was going to be up there and she wasn't yeah. like, what happened with Shayna?
0: i'm not real sure what happened with Shayna or her teammate dan bromley they were you know bromley is back there in the 10th uh, spot Shayna's back in 15th so I'm not sure what was going on with them. They looked better earlier in the day, and maybe they made some wrong adjustments for the main event, or maybe they just backed off and took it easy. I'm really not sure. So that pretty much hands the championship in that class over to Dalton Gauthier. He's got a 22-point lead or 21-point lead going into the last race. So he just needs to uh, make the main and, and maybe finish like 14th or something like that to lock up the championship which is a, a bad deal i like it when the championship goes all the way down to the wire yeah um so i mean it's going down to the last race yes but it could be a little bit more exciting
2: uh yeah i mean i i, I definitely as a fan want to see it come down to the last race i mean i think uh when Mies and brian smith were going last lap last corner last event of the race Santa Rosa yeah a couple years ago yeah that's a a dream scenario right Um, and you just want that every year but you know it it doesn't always happen I think uh, having said that I wanted it to get in the last race I was really excited to see what happened in that twins race um, when Briar did clinch it It, I mean it was it was with the craziness of the day I think it was uh, it was a a pretty amazing moment uh, to see
0: Briar take that thing home to come off the ground, be covered in wet dirt, to completely replace the front end, completely replace the radiator, and get that bike even where he could be up there, even to be competitive. I thought they'd get that bike just good enough where he could restart. I think there was only just, you know, 12 guys made the restart, something like that, so he was gonna just try to salvage some points. Next thing I know, he was just charging through the field. And that's just the the pure determination to go up there and win the championship. He got on the podium again, Carter. We've had 17 races. He's, He's been crazy. on the podium...
2: 15 times yeah i mean hats off to the crew for getting that bike uh where it needed to be uh and and not only where it needed to be but like you said i mean he was charging for a second there uh banging banging into brian smith at the end did you see it on the replay yeah oh,
0: of course you saw. well see smith smith was riding a completely different line yeah and it didn't surprise me, but man, coming off the turn before, four, it got a little sketchy right there. But you know, we did run out of time. We had a lot of pushbacks with, you know, track maintenance and stuff like that. I'm almost thinking if we had 25 laps, he could have kept charging towards the front yep and now you think back what would have happened if he would have not had that crash you know if he would have started up there with Meese, could he gave Meese a run for his money right I don't know it, it was exciting for sure just watching him do that but my hat's off to Meese. you know yeah. he's won every mile this year oh sh- that's incredible dude I didn't realize that is that right that that's- is correct wow there's six miles on the schedule he's won all five so far
2: i didn't even realize that he said it. that's crazy he has that's why you listen to me Carter. right that's why you have you yeah, yeah and the flat track facts um but that
0: that's not even my flat track back wait till the end of the show
2: oh boy i like what he did after the win too. Giving Breyer the victory lap that was super cool um super cool moment um and then you know him to see shane afterwards oh the whole deal was awesome and it was pure emotion it was badass Um, and he definitely deserved it he busted his ass this year race in and race out to get the finishes the best finishes he could every week and that's what you got to do to win a championship and he clinched it with 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 the race to go he's got to feel good
0: you know i I don't even know if it's soaked in yet i mean i i I don't think it would ever soak in for me if i ever did something that great but uh i also want to want to give a shout out to brian smith you know he's been struggling all season long yeah you know he's trying to still keep his win streak alive he needs to win the medal lands which we're going to talk about in just a moment but to finish second yep that was pretty impressive he for was Smith. hanging it out there it was uh, badass to see what he was doing yeah on that mile yeah so again he's he's won a race dating all the way back to his first grand national victory back in actually i don't know if that was his first one yeah his first grand national victory is in 2006 he's won a race at least one race every year i talked about that last week but he got second this week he might he might be able to win the medal lands and keep that streak alive.
2: It's got to definitely give you momentum heading into that finale. Oh, good to see him back running up front for sure and podium. Those uh, those trophies
0: were pretty badass, eh? Those are really cool. I you know I keep saying that's the coolest trophy of the season and that's the coolest trophy. So I think they're trying to outdo themselves, you know, as promoters. But uh, actually I loved watching when they put the helmets on. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me yeah. up, man.
2: It's good stuff. What do the finale trophies look like? Any any idea?
0: I haven't seen him yet. Oh, so, boy. uh Can't hopefully it's a, a pretty cool surprise when we get there.
2: I guess that's a good transition into this weekend. meadowland season finale. Uh it's a little anticlimactic since you, as you're saying most of the most of the championships are wrapped up. So, what do you like think as a rider going into a weekend like this where you still want to win? Is it is it have you been in that scenario? Is it different? Do you still race as hard as you do? Like, I know that's a silly question, but I hope you know
0: what I mean. it, it, it just depends on who you are as that rider. You know, Breyer, obviously, he wants to go out on top. He wants to go out and, and you know, put some ice cream on top of the cake. He's already won. Uh, Meese, he wants to win and, and you know, keep get some, get some more wins and head off into the next year. But in the other classes, I mean, look, you got Corey Texter. He won the first three rounds. He hasn't won a race since then, but he still can lock up this championship just from making the main event. He wants to go out there and, and show a thing or two to these other guys um you know kobe carlisle come on strong at the end of the season ryan Varnes is right there uh and don't count dalton Gautier on that xg 750 so you know these guys and possibly some of these guys might be auditioning for a ride for next year yeah. so you've got to go out there and perform at the best you can to try to get the best finish you can and that goes for all three classes but you know everybody wants to win at the last season so that's the last race you have that to fall back on until we go to daytona in march so that's yeah. a long time to be the last race winner
2: Yeah, you're only as good as your last race sometimes right and uh heading into the off season you want that one to to be a positive one um so i get it man That's, that makes sense um so let's talk about the meadowlands what are your expectations for uh the finale of the uh like based on the track and and this what you've seen from these production twins how do you think this season ends? Is it uh is it Carlisle getting another mile win cuz I mean he's he seems to be on a tear here lately. Um but there's also a couple people that 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 have been up there racing with him Coast,
0: right? Like uh, I think might might look strong yeah. as well. Yeah, Coast is going to be strong. You know, Carlisle finished second there last year in the singles class against Shane and they had one hell of a battle. So, you know, there's to me there's no reason Carlisle can't not keep the momentum going uh cory's gonna do everything he can to win that and i think chad ghost is gonna be up there um you know and like like you said it's the it's the tip, you know the same same three or four people up front um i don't know we'll have to wait and see how it works out but john cox has been coming on strong too and he's from new york so not too far away i mean he's on the other side of the state of new york but it'd still be cool for him to, to get a victory out there
2: let's talk singles let's talk singles let's Man. talk singles
0: single cylinder motorcycles that what you're talking about 450 450 cc's 450. well mikey rush won the last race yeah. in minnesota yeah. he's also won the red mile he's probably one of the most experienced guys out there so i'm, I'm expecting him to be back out front dalton gautier has got to be up there i don't know what happened to janish last weekend he broke one of the main bikes and then i heard he didn't have a backup bike and i heard the backup bike broke also so i don't even know what to think about janish he's he's sitting back there fifth in the point standings ryan wells should go strong there Shayna should go strong there she won there last year so i think you got to have Shayna as the favorite going in but maybe mikey rush a close second chad coast right there also but you know you also have to remember some of these guys are going back to back and that might not seem like much but when you hop off a 450 or say you hop off a production twin you have just a few moments then you hop on a 450 two completely different bikes you're worn out from 15 laps of wrestling with a big twin yeah but then you hop on a single it should be a little bit easier but Then you got to go 15 laps back to back. So uh, I don't know that that's a a good move on some of these people's part. I mean, I think I'd have to try to focus on one or the other. But these guys are trying to make a paycheck, too. I mean, so you got to do what you got to do. I understand it. But it it comes down to physical conditioning, mental conditioning. You got to be mentally strong. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have have to see how that unfolds. But, uh, you know, again, singles, Shayna, Rush, Dalton Gauthier is going to be up there for sure. He's trying to win this championship. And what better way to do that than going out on top?
2: what a story that would be um and it's it's uh, very likely that that will be the the story by the end of this one um this weekend so um let's let's jump on into twins man um briar like you said is going to be charging still to, to finish strong and, and get a mile win Mies could sweep this season which i still blows my mind just even i didn't even realize that sweep the season on the miles uh, if he wins in the finale so he's gonna want that uh who else do you see challenging brian smith we talked about brian looking strong you know last race i see him up there again he he did Are well you, last year right
0: yeah brian smith won there last year but you you also have to throw jeffrey carver in the mix he led the first lap last week at minnesota but you know i just don't know what's going on with jeffrey he kind of he faded back to fourth and then another guy brandon price Man, yeah. Like I said, second place at Williams Grove. He was running strong this last weekend. He was involved in that big wreck in turn number one, but he was in a separate part of the wreck. It was a complete. It was a weird end of the first lap last weekend. But uh he's back. He's on the backup bike, I think, is what I'm hearing. I talked to uh his mechanic, Justin. Yeah. And we'll try to have him on next week. But I hear I'm hearing they ha- they pretty much have to go to the backup motorcycle they will have the primary bike that he crashed. Will be the backup bike just in case, because I think it tore up a lot more stuff than than what this, you know, just you could see from from where I was at. Talk about a crazy season, man. So, also this weekend is the 40th anniversary of the rookies of '79. This weekend, huh? Well, it's the end of this season, so it's the it's pretty much the end of it. But yeah, these rookies of 1979. They started this uh, charity a while back, and I've heard all of the members of the you know, the Rookie Class 39 are going to be in New Jersey, and also Wayne Randy's is going to be the Grand Marshal. Get out of here. That's
2: awesome. Why don't we give Charlie a call and see if he can uh, fill us in on the details and what else they have uh, going on this weekend.
0: Sounds good. Let's give him a shout. Dial him up.
1: Hey, Chris. Charlie Roberts. <laughs> what's happening?
0: Chris Carter has too many toys. That's what's happening. Yeah, that was pretty wild.
1: Yeah. So uh, you're already in what's New Jersey. On, guys? Get guys? Get ready to go.
0: we got a big weekend coming up. Are you ready for the finale?
1: We have a huge weekend coming up, Scotty. And uh, I don't know. I'm already trying to figure out what I, I think. I'm racing next weekend because uh, Brad Baker's putting on a racing school in michigan and it's um hastings which is very close to michael taco tuner mike weddington's so hopefully we're gonna continue on raising money with the charity at hastings and get to do a little bit taco racing
0: well that sounds like a lot of fun let's talk about this weekend i heard the whole gang is getting back together all the rookies of 79 will be there is that right
1: we're getting the band back together. <laughs> um, all right. This is actually, actually, Scotty, 40 years since we were all rookies. Um, the last time that we were all together, you were there because I was looking pictures, at pictures of it the other day. It was at Loopy's house. Yep. And uh, that was the 35th reunion. Um, Wayne and Shay are, are on their way here. He drove from Barber from the last Moto America event. Scotty and Wanda are coming, Tommy and Jackie, RJ and Jackie Mitchell. Uh, the only one of the original six that's not going to be here, unfortunately, is Johnny windsor once, and we certainly tried to get him here, but uh, couldn't make it happen.
0: Uh, well, that's, that. I mean, it happens. Something like that comes up, but... Uh... We've got a, yeah. a a bunch going on. There's been quite a few injuries lately, so you guys need some help more now than ever. And what you've been doing lately has been awesome. With those, you know, one-time prints, you know, one available. The Text texture print last weekend was awesome. So, can you give us a little hint of what we got going on this weekend?
1: And we've actually snuck some peeks out on Facebook. In fact, people can go ahead and buy their raffle tickets for it now. It's a 30 by 40. Ken Kerr Canvas, um with all nine, it's the last turn on the last lap of the Springfield mile with nine guys going for the lead and every single one of them signed it. It's it's beautiful. Oh wow. And that, of course, you know, we had committed to at each event, um, the last and all six, seven events, all the proceeds were going to Jeremy Warner. We were kind of struggling a little bit getting getting going for Jeremy. And we kind of came up with this marketing idea. Uh, The photographers and the artists got behind it and we're averaging about $2,000 per event. So the last seven races, we've raised close to uh, $14,000 bringing Jeremy's total to over 30. And I know for a fact that his family just spent close to that trying to handicap us the house. So, so we're very, very fortunate that we, are, you know, we were able to have an impact there. Um, you know, we felt like we were kind of getting a breath, uh, getting Jeremy squared away and taken care of, and then unfortunately, Jeremy Higgins got off at Springfield, which we all, anybody that's seen Fans Choice seen, um, the family Amber and his mother-in-law and his sister-in-law have been in Springfield that I got a message that they were flying out today on a med flight, getting him back home to a rehab facility. Um, He has been walking, uh, talking, eating some uh, small amounts of food, but he certainly has a long way to go. And then a great blessing on that, Amber told me that fans and stuff that had been sending directly her monies, she was able to cover the med flight, which – and, and I understand this is a bargain, $6,400 for the med flight. But that's an entire medical team um, getting him back closer to home. So, um, And then the nice thing about that is the funds that we have raised, which are in excess of 20000 for Jeremy Higgins, those funds are, you know, obviously he can't work right now for an extended period of time. And Amber's not working because she's trying to convalesce and care for him. So, um, we ask that the people keep these keep these kids and their families uh, in their thoughts and continue to support them. You know, felt like we were making some progress there. And we go to Minnesota, and you and I both know uh, the outcome of that. I just um, sometimes it's it's a little overwhelming. but people need to keep in mind what makes motorcycle racing so exciting. It, part of it is the, is the element of danger, and that's also what makes it appeal to the guys that do it. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and not very many of the people that sit in the grandstands ever know what it looks to, like to look over the edge. And uh, for some reason, people that race motorcycles, we we like to look over the edge. And it's you know there's something to be said for pushing the limit, and uh, our riders today are pushing the limit, and unfortunately, sometimes that causes injury.
0: Absolutely. so wow. we got we got another big surprise that people want to tune in during opening ceremonies at the Meadowlands Mile. a huge raffle. I'll tease it that much right now, but uh, people definitely want to pay attention what's going on at the Meadowlands for sure for the rookies of seventy nine right?
1: We certainly want people to watch Fan's Choice. Yes, a huge announcement during opening ceremonies. And and Scotty, you were there in '09 when uh, when we started all this. And we're going to try and recreate that photo with Wayne in the middle of us all on stage. That's on our website. Uh, cool. And yes, during during that moment, there is going to be a huge announcement of major support for the rookies of 79 starting at the Meadowlands and going forward so yeah let's kind of leave the teaser at that all right
0: well we appreciate everything you do i know you guys need more help now than ever but uh, we'll see you out there at the Meadowlands. and uh again thanks for all you do for helping the people get hurt in our our sport the greatest sport in the world which is flat track
1: And, Scotty, I love you and Brad with all my heart. Mr. Carter, you guys are certainly a driving force uh, behind this, if it wasn't for the job and and Nathan and everybody at Fans Choice that's been behind us. I mean, uh, I can't tell you. It's pretty amazing to me the growth that has occurred. It's a blessing that we're able to do what we're able to do and help the families in the way that we do. And, again, I can't do it without you, Chris Carter. Brad, Nathan Shessler the entire Fans Choice team American Flat Track and especially the fans that support us through purchasing memorabilia purchasing raffle tickets, bidding on items on Facebook, options every week um, the fans are the true heroes behind the charity so I appreciate everybody and, and look forward to a fantastic season ending event.
0: Alright Charlie, thanks a lot for coming on, we'll see you at the Meadowlands I
1: appreciate you, see you soon Bye bye
2: Always good talking to Charlie. You know, wish circumstances were always different, but uh, but I love what he's doing for the series, and uh, it seems like September's
0: been a busy month for him. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, you know, all the injuries we've had, but you know, it, it's it's awesome that he's there. He's got backing from a lot of people and most of it is the fans so reach in your pockets man i dig deep and and try to help out these riders they all could use some help right now
2: community is strong and, and we're thankful for it um we had a couple of uh folks lined up for for interviews for this week and uh i guess it's just everybody's focused on the finale here i think it may just be a, a short a short episode for us because uh i think we're going to get some of those next week and the week after so didn't work out this week and uh i'm glad we were able to talk to charlie though it's it's, a, it's an it's important week to talk to him and uh have fun at the finale man I, you got a uh, flat track fact for us
0: you know i do carter hit me briar bauman is the first californian to win the grand national championship since 1993
2: that's not true
0: technically it is
2: uh, Chris Carr, i was chris about Carr to say chris cars chris is yeah. from california
0: Chris Carr won some championships, but his first one, he was listed from Stockton, California, but the rest, he was listed from Fleetwood, Pennsylvania. So he'd already made the move to Pennsylvania, which you can kind of argue that Breyer technically lives in Pennsylvania now too, but his hometown with American Flat Track is listed as Salinas, California.
2: I don't... Yeah. Can you change your hometown though?
0: I always did. Like whenever, whenever I was racing out of Oklahoma City, I listed Oklahoma City. I lived in Tulsa for one year. I changed it out of Tulsa because it's where you get your mail, I guess. Uh, so that's where, whenever where you, you sign up on your credential. Not where you're originally from. Right. Right. Exactly. So that's how Breyer is the first rider from California to win the championship since 1993 when Ricky Graham went on a tear that year. And ironically, he's from right around the same area. What is in the water? Dude, I don't know. Cause it's like forever it was Flint, Michigan, anything around Michigan, the Michigan Mafia. And now it seems like there's still fast guys coming out of right around the Salinas, uh, California area. And then also there's a, a slew of riders out of Pennsylvania. When we had the race in Williams Grove, it seems like almost half of the riders in a couple of the classes were from Pennsylvania.
2: Definitely a hotbed for flat track racing. Sorry, man, That I really tried to get those interviews. Uh, We'll we'll let you know who it is next week, but uh, it didn't work out this week.
0: Yeah, I talked to one of them last night. He is busy thrashing away on a motorcycle trying to get everything dialed in for this weekend. And uh, you had some communications with another guest. We were trying to get lined up, and he's also trying to get ready for New Jersey. So hopefully after the season uh, finale and the dust settles, we can get people lined up a little bit easier. Like we've been trying to get James Hart on forever. Obviously, we've called Kenny Tolbert every week. And uh, you want to call come on soon, too.
2: You want to call him one more time?
0: Yeah. Dial him up. Let's call him. Kenny Tolbert, Hollywood Dubler. It's your weekly check in. Obviously, you're still avoiding my calls. I will see you this weekend in New Jersey. And I'm going to set an appointment with you to get you on off the group. Thanks for your time. Have a good race. He's going to answer one day. I'm pretty sure he will. Maybe after the season. He, he swears that I never call him. Yeah. He's a busy man.
2: Last race of the season this weekend, man. You excited?
0: No. I Honestly, I'm not. I just... It seems like it went so fast. and Yeah. It just the other day, we were in the offseason talking about you know the anticipation leading up to Daytona, and now all of a sudden it's over, and I just... Man, it's hard to hard to believe it's already over we'll be here
2: every week in the off season, talking to flat trackers talking about uh what's going on with teams and uh but i don't know man it's always good to take a break after a long season and uh look forward to the racing this weekend in uh in meadowlands for sure
0: absolutely and then i'm gonna be on a boat no that's Sunday. right
2: that's right you're gonna be on a boat have fun with that yeah. dude are they they're not streaming it live this year are they
0: I don't think their service at where we're going, so I think they are recording it. And I, what I've been told is they're gonna put it out on a Fans Choice later.
2: Good stuff. Well, I'll be watching from afar. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll uh, we'll regroup when you get back on land, I guess.
0: Hey, that sounds good. Hey, Carter, keep around four wheels. Yeah. Try to recover from your shenanigans in Oklahoma. I'm glad you got to come by and see my crib. Yeah. And, uh, We'll talk to you guys next Friday.
2: All right, bro. We'll talk to you next weekend. Smash that like button, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Later. Peace. good let's give him a shot Doll him up call him what was that that was ziggy
2: was it... really yeah that cat's terrifying sometimes he's a big old cat